Megan, I have been using our sponsor Element, that's L-M-N-T, to boost my hydration for over a month now, and I'm really loving it. I'm just not very good at drinking plain water, and I love the taste when I pop one of these little packets, I like orange or grapefruit, into a big bottle of water. It's kind of fruity and salty, and it just helps me hydrate better overall. Element is a zero-sugar electrolyte drink mix born from the growing body of research that shows the best health outcomes occur with higher sodium levels. Each little pack delivers a significant dose of electrolytes, but minus sugar, artificial colors, and other iffy ingredients. Element's flavors are so unique, like fruity watermelon salt and spicy sweet mango chili. And we're going to set our listeners up with a variety pack so you can find your favorite. Right. You can receive a free Element sample pack containing eight flavors with any drink mix purchase when you purchase through our custom link, drinkelement.com slash momhour. That's D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T slash momhour. This offer is available exclusively through our partnership and is available for both new and returning customers. And if you're an Element Insider, you'll have first access to Element Sparkling, a bold can of sparkling electrolyte water. Again, it's drinklmnt.com slash momhour. Hi, I'm Sarah. I'm a mom of three kids, ages two, five, and seven, and I live in Southern California. And I'm Megan. I am the mom of five kids, ages six through 17, and I live in Michigan. This is the Mom Hour, part of the Life Listened Network. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode four of the Mom Hour. I'm here as always with Sarah Powers. Hey Sarah, how are you doing? I'm great, Megan. How are you? I am great, and we have some great news to share, don't we? Yeah, awesome. Well, we are just so grateful for everybody who's listening. We keep getting awesome little emails and comments and tweets um, that people are starting to enjoy this show, and it's brand new, so we just feel really lucky. And um, the Mom Hour was recently listed in iTunes' new and noteworthy section. So if you go to iTunes, either on your phone or your computer, they have shows that they recommend as new and noteworthy. And we were right up there, kind of near the top. So you yeah. said that that's not something that you can just, uh, you, d- you didn't shake any hands. No, to that to happen, no, right? <laughs> that's a big deal. I mean, it, there's no inner, I mean, not that I know of, there's no way to sort of get in with the right people to make that happen. They just listen to your show. And if they like it and they deem it new and noteworthy, uh, you make the list. And the other cool thing was we made the, the overall list, not just in the family and kids right. and parenting right. section. We were like listed, I don't know, we were maybe like sixth or seventh in. Yeah. Yeah. For overall. So that's yeah. really exciting. It's a big yeah. deal. So thank yeah. you. everyone. It's awesome. Listening. And I think and- it shows too in the little notes and stuff we've been getting that that um, kind of validates that people are actually out there listening. So thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. Now, if you are listening and loving this show, we would love for you to leave a rating or review. Um, because the downside of being put out there (laughs) like that into the public is that, you know, a lot of new people listen to your show and it might not be everyone's cup of tea. Maybe they're not a parent or whatever. And so (laughs) the, the con, we got some funny comments. It's, it's funny to me. And I think, I think that if people who are really listening and loving the show and leave a comment or review um, or rating a review about what they like about it, then other people who stumble across it will understand if it's for them or not. And so right. we want we want people to and not just grouchy people, just not grouchy yeah. people. They, you know, they're out there. They're out there. It's OK. It's okay. Put us in our place. Yes, exactly. It keeps us from getting a big head. <laughs> so today, awesome. Sarah and I are going to be talking about the end of school year. Um 
we are in the thick of it here. What, when do you get out of school? Sarah? We go late. So we go till June 19th, which wow. for the country is late. Yeah. Our, I think our last day is June the 5th. Um, okay. That's probably average. Yeah. yeah I think it's about average. Yeah. Yep. Usually we end the week after <laughs> Memorial Day and that's okay. definitely how it's working out this year as well. Sarah, we both know this time of year can be crazy. So this is a great time to get ahead with no prep, no mess meals from our sponsor, Factor. I love how these meals are ready to eat and delivered right to your door. I mean, you can't beat that convenience, but most importantly, they're seriously delicious. Yeah, Megan, I agree. Our whole family was impressed with the quality and flavor of Factor meals we tried. And it turned out to be a great option for my teenagers when they got home late from a theater practice or came home from school super hungry. There's zero prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Factor meals just need to be heated for about two minutes, and they're ready to go. Yeah, and for any listeners with wellness goals this month, Factor has six menu preferences to support your lifestyle. Whether you're trying to boost your protein, avoiding meat, or simply focusing on well-balanced meals. And you can pause or reschedule deliveries to fit your lifestyle. Make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine. Head to factormeals.com slash momhour50 and use code momhour50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code momhour50 at factormeals.com slash momhour50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Okay, Megan. Well, over here at the Mom Hour, we are big fans of our sponsor, Our Place. In fact, you, me, and our team member, Katie, were all comparing notes on our favorite product. Katie was telling us that even though she's packing up to move her family to a new house, she cannot put that mini perfect pot from Our Place into the boxes yet because she's using it like every night. Well, as someone who also has a perfect pot, I got mine as part of their mini home cook duo set. I get it. It's nonstick, which is key, but it also has all these handy features like a steam release lid with a built-in strainer and this nice beechwood spoon that nests on the handle in this perfect little peg. Okay, well, I didn't get this pot, but now I want it. That sounds so great. Our Place's cookware is great to cook with, beautiful to look at, and healthier for us as well. All of Our Place's products are made without PFAS, also known as Forever Chemicals. In addition to their cookware and tableware, Our Place is also making waves with their Wonder Oven, the most stylish all-in-one air fryer and toaster oven. Again, free from the forever chemicals found in many of those air fryers. Listeners, Our Place offers a 100-day trial with free shipping and returns, and we've got a great deal for you. Go to fromourplace.com and enter the code MOMHOUR at checkout to receive 10% off site-wide. That's from our O-U-R place dot com code mom hour. So specifically, we're going to start by talking about those outings. And I know this is something that's maybe a bigger deal for me because we live in Michigan. Mm-hmm. So this time of year, um, it's beautiful out. Like suddenly the weather yeah. is getting great. You're in Southern California. So yeah, you, always... know what's, you know what's ironic is today it is raining buckets in <laughs> mid-May. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, There's we don't much have as much of a, a weather, weather differential this time of year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for you, I feel like you guys probably, and I have lived in that climate where yeah. it's like everyone goes outside, literally everyone, because yes. everyone's been inside for so long. Exactly. And so you've got to cram all of your outdoor activities into a very short right. season. And we've got, you know, we've got later nights now. So the yep. sun's not going down until like nine, you know, where you, it was for a while, a couple months ago, it was five, yeah. five thirty, six yeah. o'clock. The sun Big was difference. going down. So you feel like you have all this time, but the irony is our lives haven't slowed down. Right. Um, our schedules, if anything, 
for School's us have picked out. up. School's yeah. not out. There's end of the year, you know, assemblies, end of the year meetings. I've mm-hmm. got kids in all different grades now. So there's so mm-hmm. many meetings and concerts and assemblies mm-hmm. and all these different things. We've got, um, sports. So Owen's yep. playing baseball and that's taking up several nights a week. Maybe your kid's playing soccer or whatever. And it's like, we want to be out enjoying this time, but, right. but it's hard because, uh, we don't have any more extra time. Right. Right. So this time of year, I really focus in on those easy little simple kind of outings. And so we can kind of talk about that a little bit and then we can talk more generally about the end of the school year. Um, Great. so one of the things that we like to do is just walk to get ice cream. It sounds really simple, right? And like, and, and like anybody could do that at any time of the year, but it's something that you can do in 20 minutes or Uh 40 minutes. You can do it on your way to someplace else. So if you've got a, a, you know, a game or a practice to go to, Mm -hmm. you can just stop by. And so it kind of feels like that beginning of the summer, Mm -hmm. um, but you're not actually investing a lot of time or money in it. Um, right. Another thing that we do is we'll sometimes pick up sandwiches or, you know, just make sandwiches at home or even sometimes grab fast food or whatever and take it to the ballpark. So if we're yeah. having, if we have a practice or a game um, and we want to make it feel a little special, we might bring dinner with us. I love that idea. We've been doing that. So Reed's doing baseball t-ball. It's like the tiniest, you know, like the <laughs> yeah. division, all yes. of the A's in a row. Like, mm-hmm. um and our practice is on Wednesdays at five o'clock. So it's five to six, which we don't eat dinner at five, but we usually eat dinner close to six. So by the time you get home from a five to six practice, if something's not ready, then it gets late. And, you know, so I've tried everything this season. I've tried, um, you know, having something in the crock pot. I've tried just doing something really easy, having leftovers when we get home. And then I have also been bringing, a picnic to the ballpark and the girls and I will eat. And it's usually something really simple, almost like a snacky type dinner, mm-hmm. cheese and crackers and fruit and all that. Um, and then Reed will just kind of, I'll kind of feed him when we get home. But that is, it makes it feel, especially if you're passing time with other little kids anyway, at right. a practice, it makes it feel like we brought our picnic blanket and you know, this is dinner. So yeah. I, agree. I like that one. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, anything like this time of year, I think we're all just kind of tired of the routine and everyone's looking, Mm -hmm. you know, even if the weather's been beautiful all year, like where you are, you know, you're, you've been doing this now for eight months, the school thing, and everyone's ready for something new. Um, now do you allow your kids to stay up later when it gets Mm -hmm. lighter out or do you stick to your bedtime? Um, I, I, yours are littler. Mine are littler. And, um, my oldest is at the age, well, actually both of my older two who are seven and almost five, they're starting to sleep in, in the mornings a little bit. So Mm -hmm. when we get to summer, this will probably be the first summer where I really can relax about bedtimes a little bit. The problem before was that I have just really naturally early risers and they would wake up early no matter what. And you're kind of a naturally early to bed person. So if you don't put them to bed early, you don't get any time. Exactly. So, but that's kind of a cycle. So are they like that? Because that's how I've made them (laughs) probably. (laughs) Um, but I, I have noticed Allegra and Reed will sleep in now a little bit if they stay up later. And so that, that makes it much easier, especially once we get to summer that I'm fine having them stay up later. The problem was you, you can do that one or two nights, but if you do that every night and they're still waking up at six or six 30 in the morning, nobody's happy. You know, it's just right. not enough. It's not enough sleep no matter what time of year. So, so far we haven't relaxed bedtimes yet, but I will in the summer. The, they, those kids go to bed at about eight. Um, and Violet goes to bed about seven 30. So they're, it's all pretty early, but I will say one thing we do is I feel like I shift the time that other things happen in the evening so that we can be outside and be playing right up until bedtime. Oh, that's, so yeah, like, that's nice. So like I might do a bath 
um, after school one day. If we don't have mm-hmm. anything going on, we're in that like four to five o'clock hour where um, we might be waiting for my husband to get home or there's nothing really. I might say, okay, everybody's doing bath and showers right now so that we can then we can have dinner, maybe eat dinner outside and play right up until bed. So I don't, I don't necessarily push back bedtime, but I do find myself like shuffling around the rest of the evening routine yeah. so that we can be Take outside right it, yeah. up until bed. And we have like this super, you know, um, like tons of kids on our street. And kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you hear them like a girl will be like, mom, the kids are playing outside. I'm like, well, <laughs> it's eight o'clock. Yeah. So I am, I really do kind of keep the bedtimes. That's just kind of my style. But like I said, there's still, I, I feel like we still, it might be out riding bikes at 6 30 yeah because then we just go right to bed if yeah. that makes sense yeah so we've totally. already done dinner so we might eat earlier or do something else to change it up well that's funny that you've mentioned that because now that I'm thinking about it I kind of realized like we I might fudge our bedtime by 15 or 20 minutes but I don't change it a lot during the school year for all the reasons you mentioned right. and, and also even my kids aren't um my kids aren't super early to bed and they're not super early risers we kind of get up at the last minute possible right. in the morning but I have noticed even 20 minutes, you know, 20 minutes is okay, but like half an hour past bedtime and Clara will start to kind of melt down. She hits that, she passes her tired point and then it's harder to get her to sleep. So, um, so we, but what, what we do is we're out, we're out longer. So it feels like we're going to bed later, even though we're not. And often my kids will be out playing in their pajamas, like they'll have their pajamas on and be out, you know, riding their scooter up and down the alley or whatever. I love love that. Like that's, yeah, you can just kind of shift around so that you can get those outside. It's so pretty outside that time of night too. Yeah, it is. And and you see lots of other kids doing the same thing. Totally. totally. I remember when my kids were littler, I used to feel weird about that. Like after they've had their bath, they have to just get immediately into bed because otherwise they'll get dirty. But you know, you wash their hands and feet. It's like, how dirty are they? going to get and it all evens out like it does you know, I just yeah. feel like we you know we might take that's what I love about summer and stuff is you can take a bath like in the middle of the day if you want like right. as long as you have your bath quota which my exactly. my expectations of that are pretty low anyway and at some point everyone's so, going to get dirty anyway right right so exactly. you can't in a 24-hour period uh, someone's right. going to get dirty exactly. so exactly yeah 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 so another thing that I was just thinking of that we sometimes do um if I just kind of know the afternoon by the time we get home there's just not going to be any room for play there's not going to be any time to just do stuff, I might take, come to the school and let the kids play there like an mm-hmm. extra half hour in the playground. And I know all schools are different about whether they like kids right. to do that. Ours is pretty open. The playground's just always available. Um, That's nice. And so even when Clara was really little, I would bring her sometimes and then she would get to run around on the playground. And so the kids felt like they got a little right. park time or a little friend time. Right. Cause right. I would know once we get home and really hit it, by the time we do homework, make dinner, do baths and all that stuff. Um, there wasn't going to be time left for free time with their friends or even right. necessarily free play time, which is kind of a bummer about this time of year, but yeah. it is a reality and it doesn't last too long. So yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, yeah. When you were talking, I was thinking about, I think one of the things I think you and I are like in this way, and I think moms just get good at this is almost like block scheduling, not, not like on paper necessarily, like you write it all down, but you kind of look at your week or your day and you, you realize, okay, where are the, where are the pockets of time where we don't have anything going on mm-hmm. and where are the ones where it's going to be really busy. And then you kind of, like you said, sliding in like a quick playground time when there's not much else going on to kind of make sure they get that so that later on when it's go, 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 that need has been met. So yeah. I think maybe that kind of develops just as you go a little more naturally, but yeah. it, it does help. Uh, another thing, we live in a beach town, and um, I know you are pretty close yep. to the yeah. water. 
Um, you know, sometimes this time of year is a really fun time to go hang out on the beach. I mean, we're not going to go in the water. <laughs> Lake Michigan does not get warm until August usually. Right. So right. you know this, right? Um, yeah. But you can still go have a lot of fun just kind of yeah. running around. And there's really cool sand formations that, oh, you neat. know, the winter kind of whips up the sand and they haven't usually gone yet and flattened it. Yeah. Because um, they go through with these machines and flatten it back down. Oh. But this time of year, it can be really cool because the sand is kind of all built up into these weird dunes. And it's really fun to go down there when it's kind of brisk and in mm-hmm. the evening and you still I get love, to... I feel like, well, because we have mild winters, I feel like a lot of our beach going since we moved here nine months ago has been in quote unquote winter off season months. So we're mm-hmm. still, I mean, we, we do beach in sweatshirts, you know, we're not really in the water either and also my kids are littler and this is the pacific ocean so until they like to play in the waves but they're not like out there swimming yet right so right right that's kind of like our beach reality anyway is mostly sand digging and wearing you know we've been in sweatshirts and there hasn't been a ton of like full-blown just go swim and lay out you you won't be there for a few years it's too stressful when you've got little kids you're like afraid the waves are going to steal them yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. lake michigan is big too you know it's not it's not joking around um the undertow can be quite intense here so um yeah it's i love the beach for just beaching not necessarily for swimming yep and we do that too on weekend mornings that's another Mm -hmm. time if you if your weekend mornings are not uh sports dominated Mm -hmm. then that can be another because the after school to bedtime is just there's a lot to pack in there yes but and sometimes you know weekends just get busy but um we'll just sometimes get bagels and go down to the beach in the morning and it might be cool and you're wearing sweatshirts but you're there and it's just something to do and yeah oh that's fun i like that idea bagels at the beach yeah, we do it. Yeah. <laughs> That's nice. Okay, so we're going to wrap up the sponsored segment of our um, overall discussion, but I think this is going to flow really nicely into the rest of our conversation. So just really quickly again, thanks to Kimberly Clark. Uh, the hashtag is Celebrate Family Values. Check out pickupthevalues.com. And today we talked about Cottonelle flushable cleansing cloths, which are very useful if you have small and sometimes large children <laughs> on the go. Awesome. Okay, Sarah, so let's talk about the end of the school year in a more general way. And mm-hmm. I keep thinking of that blog post that went viral. Yeah. Was it Jen Hatmaker? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It's the end who of wrote school. about being yeah. the end of school year mom, mm-hmm. man, I have to say we are on autopilot. It's yeah. like everything is starting to fall apart. All the yeah. home packed lunches. I haven't the, packed a lunch. The in like wheels four days. are falling off. <laughs> yes, The wheels are falling off. Like, so, I mean, we have, Oh my gosh. Like I, there's nights that I just realized I haven't checked anyone's homework folder. Yeah. Um, I'm checking it like madly in the morning, hoping they didn't have any yeah. homework. Luckily, that doesn't yeah. usually happen. Lunches aren't getting made. I mean, it's just a mess. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. But I feel like everyone's in the same boat. It is. There's another really funny, um, I think it was a BuzzFeed one. So it was similar to that Jen Hatmaker post, which we can link to in the show notes if you haven't read it. Or if you're new to school, like if you have a kindergarten or first grader and this is new to you, you right. will love if you're, it. And if you're yeah. feeling guilty, don't yeah. because yeah. this is what happens. But and- there was another really funny one all made up of like animated GIFs from movies. And it's the same concept, like how you are at the beginning of the year and how you are at the end. Um, and I think... I think another blogger did that, but it was for BuzzFeed. So I'll link to that one too. It's hilarious. Oh, that sounds great. Well, because, and I feel like I go through several peaks. So I am, I'm like beginning of school year mom. I'm awesome. And then I start (laughs) to kind of fall apart a little bit, kind of like close to Christmas, like maybe like after um, or right before Thanksgiving. And then I get a little boost back right before Christmas because I love Christmas and I, you know, I try a little harder. 
And then everything falls apart for, for the holidays. And then I kind of get my groove back, you know, after the kids go back. And then again, it's like I just hit a peak of like a plateau probably in April. Yeah. Yeah. It's like as good as it's going to get. Yeah. <laughs> and then. Well, and they're just, I don't, this is like, I don't know, maybe this is just, I don't think it's just our school, but I feel like they cram a lot of like organized, whether it's fundraising yes. or fun stuff or like themed, like stop with the themed the days, theme, like stop. I mean, here and there, of course, but like, I feel like right when our energy is petering out, this is like this sudden frenzy of quote, air, big air quote, fun, like themed activities. Yes. And I just feel like I, it's very well intentioned for sure. And it's probably planned when people have all of their energy, right? <laughs> but, um, I just find myself like e you either have to kind of like half ass it or, yeah. um, like opt out. Opt out. Almost. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Okay. So I, maybe that's a little grinchy of me. I'm no, sorry. No, I don't think sorry so. Sorry out there if you are one of the people super gung ho on these. Because or if you're a teacher, because I think teachers end up getting sometimes the short the short trip, oh, but we're yeah. all just and they're born out. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Know? It's funny now that I have the older kids and we talk sometimes about how funny and honest the older kids can be. Yeah. And, and they're just so much more like aware of stuff. Right. And so I'll hear my two teenagers talking and they'll be talking about so-and-so teacher being so grumpy and like you can tell she's just done you know and it's funny because I can imagine all these teachers hitting a wall and just being like I'm done I'm done with yeah. your kids like done yeah. I'm yeah. and so the first to your point about all these organized things being crammed in last week I think was thank a teacher day uh -huh. or thank a teacher week or something yeah. I think by the NEA yeah they had this okay. massive. Did you miss it? I don't know. No, I would have, well, except I everyone was talking was about it on social media. Teacher Appreciation Week yes. that I saw like on social media. But our schools each have one, my the elementary school and the preschool, and they're not yet. So they're closer to the end of the year. Okay. And it's two separate weeks. And both of them have something you're supposed to do every day, like oh bring a flower for the teacher, oh gosh, make a cup. No. I mean, I could not love teachers more. I promise, promise, promise. But the, the sort of like, uber organization behind it all like and the, the specificness just, the specificness yeah, the specificness it's like a lot to remember right yeah not even during the same week at I least you could so get bad it right now I no like it's I, I think it's you know what we're being honest and I think that if you talk to teachers they would probably would say yeah. it's so nice I love being recognized but if they don't get a flower from your kid on Wednesday right. of teacher appreciation right. week, I think they're going to be okay. Like they're going to feel good right. about their job if they know right. that you're grateful for what they do um and it's you know so Back to my point about, I think it was Teacher Appreciation Week, I remember thinking, like, this could not come at a worse time because everyone's at the top, like, everyone hit the top of the mountain, like, a week prior, right. and now everyone's on the downhill slide. And so you, I could almost feel myself, like, rolling down the hill past all the people who were still kind of into it. And I'm like, I'm trying to slow down, but I'm, it's like I'm a snowball or something, an avalanche. I'm just sliding down. And um, we, so one of the things our, my daughter's kindergarten teacher, who's fantastic. I love her. Some, another mom in the class who I know pretty well was collecting money and it just to get her a gift. And it just right. slipped my notice and slipped my notice and slipped my notice. And then one day I got an email like, thanks everyone who contributed. And now I kind of want to write and be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I just totally forgot. Um, but you know, there was other things I was thinking about, yeah. like the fact that they decided to have, um, 
Dress like a farmer day. Oh my gosh. The dress days. Yes. The dress days. Dress days. The funny thing was Clara woke up and I was panicking and running around the house like what, you know, the boys just wore plaid shirts. That was easy. But I was right. like, Clara, what do you do? You have a hat? Like, I think she has a cowboy hat upstairs. And she said, mom, I am not dressing like a farmer. <laughs> so I totally was off the hook. But just, you know, those are little things. But when yeah. you multiply it by several kids in different schools and trying to keep it together when your mind is on the fact that it's like beautiful outside and you're thinking about your garden and, right. you know, like all these different things, it's just hard to keep it all together. Well, and I think like we've talked, you and I have talked about this before. It's easy, especially if this is kind of your first time in all of this stuff. It's easy to think that everyone else is giving it their all and doing 100%. And then you have social media and the cute pictures. And so I think one thing that helps is to remind yourself, well, first of all, that it's about the kids and it's about the teachers, really. I mean, ultimately, and your school and things like that. But if, if your kid is super into it, I mean, that's a great example with Clara. If your kid is super into it and they're motivated and it's fun for them, then you can give your average amount of effort to make right. it happen. If it's not important to your kid and it's not vital to the teacher or the educational process, then it doesn't, you just don't have to do it all. Like you right. can just opt out, I feel like. Yeah. And sometimes there, you know, especially for those of us who are people pleasers and used to like following the rules, it can just feel like, that's not an option. Right. But, um, I think if you kind of read your kid and if, and some kids might be those that feel left out if they're not dressed up on dress up day and some are not, some don't care, you some know, so care. it doesn't, it can, it can, you can kind of start with the kid yes. and see and go from there and, and You're really so right. like, like you, give yourself permission to opt out or to yes. phone it in. You, you know? get, you get to decide the way you're going to be a school parent. And that's not yes. to say you can just completely opt out of all of it, obviously, right. but, but you do get to shape the way you're going to interact with the extra stuff. You right. know, like right. well, I look at it as things like, what are the non-negotiables? My kid has to eat something that right. doesn't have to be a lunch I pack, although that's my preference. Sometimes Sometimes I just have to make sure I pay their hot lunch bill and that's enough. Um, and they have to get to school on time and they have to um, have the stuff with them that they need and they need to do their schoolwork and, and they need to be nice kids while they're there. And if, right. if we meet those five criteria, right. um, I feel like, I you know, one thing I think that would be really great to link to in the show notes was the um, episode I did oh, from yeah. the home hour with, I can't think of her name. Erica. Erica, Erica Ladd, yes. Yeah. And we talked about, She's a, t- a teacher or has been a teacher, and now she mm-hmm. has a blog about, um, mm-hmm. you know, kind of yeah, bringing parents classroom. and educators, her, candid yeah. classroom, about bringing parents and educators together. And we talked about, like, as a teacher, what were her expectations of parents and what did she really need from parents? And it's such a reassuring mm-hmm. conversation because she's like, look, if your kids come to school ready to learn and with food in their stomachs, then you're already, like, ahead of the curve as far as right. I'm concerned. Right. Don't worry about yeah. the extras. It's a complete, like, take the pressure off. And yes. I think this time of year – is even like, it just is, it just, it just takes the guilt off of not, yes. you know, doing yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. um, Oh, and I was actually going to mention one other thing before we, mm-hmm. uh, but now I can't remember. So you, you talk. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say kind of going to like the, the overscheduling or the feeling oh, right. overburdened. One of the things I've tried to do, I notice like every year this time of year is I just stop. I just leave our schedule for the most part wide open other than mm. what's already in there because right. someone said this around the holidays or I read this, you know, that you want to leave room for the, the last minute things yes. that you, that you want to accept. So if we you know when you go to that old saying of like saying yes to something is saying no to, to something, something else. else. Mm-hmm. But if you say, you don't even know yet what you're saying no to because so much happens last minute. And when we go back to spending time outside and being with our families and enjoying the warm weather, that's the kind of stuff that gets pushed 
to the side if yes. things are overscheduled. And there's already so I'm not saying like you say no to the end of your t-ball party because that might be that's probably important and meaningful right. for your kid. But knowing that those types of things are, are going to happen every weekend, that I just find myself like completely not signing up for anything new, not committing mm-hmm. to anything, not planning any like outings or weekend trips because otherwise you it's it's too much. Yeah. It's already going to be too much. So you might as well kind of start with start with nothing and know that it's just going to get filled in. Yeah, I like that. And oh, I remember what I was going to say. Um to your point about like letting your kid kind of guide. You know, if it's really important to your child, they will help you remember. Mhm. Yeah, that's most great... of them. I mean, not all kids are organized enough to do that, right. especially if there's some kind of special need involved, but I've found that if something really matters to my kids, they won't let me forget. Right. Um right. it's the time if you wake up in the morning and they're like, "Oh, crud, I forgot it's this special themed day or I'm supposed mm-hmm. to bring this extra thing." Right. And they're kind of like, "Meh." Then I don't feel like yeah. you're obligated. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> to... just this morning. Yeah. Just this morning, Reed had um, show and tell because it's Friday in preschool, and we're done with the letter of the week show and tell. So now it's like some other theme that I can't remember. And he was sick this week, so he hasn't been to school since Monday. And I was like, "What do you want to bring for?" And he's like, "Mom, how about I just don't bring anything for show and tell?" And I was like, "How right. about it? Let's how about go that? With it. Yeah." <laughs> so you're right, you know. Yeah. And yes, it's such a good point. Is that when it's important to them. It's on their radar, you right, know? right? Yes, and and if they're really, if it's really important, I mean, I don't know about your kids, but mine are like a dog with a bone, and there's no way it's going to get forgotten. And they right. can take responsibility right. sure. for a lot sure. of it, even yeah. little kids. I mean, yes, if I... Reed was really wanted to do show and tell, he knows yeah. how to go find a toy. Totally, totally. You know? No, I totally agree. <laughs> That's yeah. not something we need to guide as parents. Great. I remember when my um, two older sons were in a Montessori school and I was a very young mom, and I, you know, I was poor, and I, so I already had this like all constant sense of you know, feeling like I wasn't good enough for the right. other parents in the school and like feeling like I had to be. It was a, um, I think Jacob was in kindy or maybe like a young fives and, and Willie or and Isaac was in uh, preschool and they had share day. Yeah. But it was like always on a different day every week. <laughs> and it had to be something from nature. They couldn't oh. bring a toy. It had to be something from nature. So I remember going out to our car in the morning and be like, oh, crap, today's share day. Kids, like, we lived in this apartment complex, so there was not that much nature. And I'd, like, run over there and find a stick. It was so stupid. Like, then yes. I'd put myself through that. Yeah. But I felt like they had to show up with a stick or a rock or a leaf, something that meant nothing to us. It's not like we'd gone right. out into nature and right. found it. Right. Um, Again, going yeah. back to it's well-intentioned <laughs> and even well, like – the theory is there. You can right. see how the teachers and the, but it just, it and just, especially as you get toward this time of year, it I just put way like too much pressure fizzles, fizzled yes. and died. So give yourself permission, moms, yes, to absolutely. just phone it in or yeah. opt out and let yeah. the kids take responsibility for the things that are important to them. Yes, um, We just, we sometimes impose like the peer pressure thing. And I don't want to diminish, there are some kids and some age ranges where it is important. You know, if, you, if everybody's dressed a certain way, it might be important to that kid that year to kind of be a part of the group. Right. But sometimes I think we impose that peer pressure. Like she's going to feel left out Yes, if, you know, she's not like at this event or Or I'm going to feel way. like a loser parent. Right. Right. Often it's not even, I have to admit, not even really about what the kid's experience is going to be as me wanting to like, me feeling this um, urge, like I need to prove to the teacher I'm paying attention right? or right. that yeah, to the other parents, true. like I'm with it. And so right. I just, I've really let a lot of that go, but it took a long time. Yeah. I mean, it takes that parent, you know, that feeling like we need to sh- prove ourselves to other parents and the teachers and people in right. charge um, is hard to get past. Right. So I want to address what you said about 
leaving time open mm-hmm. for the things that come up in the last minute stuff. And also, you know, spontaneity. Um, so I had this really fun experience yesterday. We got home from school about four o'clock and there were these two little dogs on our patio just sitting there Aww. like, hey, hey, hey guys, what's going on? Aww. So we grabbed them. They, one was wearing a collar um, and the other one didn't have a collar, but there was no tags. And so I was like, you know, usually the kids would do homework right after school and then we might have this, you know, organized kind of structured evening going on, especially um, on a Thursday night when the, the week is wrapping up and you know that's right. when you got to sign all the right. logs, the, very, right. <laughs> the various right. logs you have to do at the last right. minute and all that stuff. But I was like, kids, we are going to find this dog's owners. And so the dogs went in the garage and the boys made posters and they Aww. canvassed the neighborhood and all of them, all the kids, all five of them went off together and canvassed the neighborhood. And eventually... Ironically, via Facebook, we found the owners not not using our you know boots <laughs> yeah, on the but ground that is approach. Like the cutest like team it's activity, such, and it's yeah. such a like quintessential kid thing. Yeah, and at some point, I started to get a little anxious. Like, oh, I mean, they've been gone for like an hour. They have stuff to do. The teenagers have like schoolwork that should be more important. And then I thought, you know what? No, this is important. Like they're learning. Right. This is what you do when when your neighbors lose a dog, you help right. your neighbors find their dog. Like you, totally. what was our other option? I mean, right. Let them go and hope they didn't get hit by a car or call, right. you know, animal control. I mean, it was like, this is what neighbors do. This is what communities do. And this is what kids should be doing Agreed. on a beautiful spring evening. And it was, Agreed. it was really adorable. And well, I'm so and- glad that it worked out that way. We are welcoming back Vionic as a sponsor today. And Sarah, I will be honest, I was sorting through my warmer weather wardrobe the other day and it could seriously use a refresh, but you know what's good to go? My shoes. I've got a great selection to choose from thanks to the Vionic Vitals collection. And lately the pair I keep putting on again and again is the Uptown Loafer. I have two pairs, one in sand suede and the other in camel leather, but please don't make me pick a favorite. Oh, I won't. I'll let you keep both. That's so funny, Megan, because I was a little jealous of your Uptown loafers. I was the last one on our team to get a pair, but I just did. I also got mine in the sand suede, and I think I've worn them like four times this week. They really finish off a cute spring outfit. The Vionic Vitals collection has the best essential styles for everyday wear to get you ready for spring. And no matter what shoes you choose, you'll be on the go in comfort because every single pair of Vionic shoes delivers their trademark Viomotion technology for a difference you can feel. Vionic sandals, sneakers, and flats all offer incredible support, stability, and cushioning, and every pair comes with a 30-day risk-free trial, so it's easy to try them out. Use code THEMOMHOUR15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order at Vionicshoes.com when you log into your account. That's a one-time use only. Vionic Shoes. Wearable well-being for your feet. Sarah, our sponsor, Haya Health, makes a kid's daily multivitamin that parents can feel great about giving their kids because they have no added sugars or dyes. And our kids who have tried Haya Vitamins have loved them, which is important, right? Because what good is a bottle of vitamins that your kid won't take? Haya was founded by two dads who didn't like the ingredients label on some of the popular children's vitamins they were seeing on store shelves, so they got to work developing a formula that would help fill the most common nutrient gaps in modern kids' diets. Haya's chewable kids' vitamin is made with a blend of 12 organic fruits and vegetables and then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals. They're also vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, and nut-free. Haya manufactures their vitamins right here in the USA with globally sourced ingredients, and then they ship their chewable vitamins directly to your door on a pediatrician-recommended schedule. We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. You're going to get 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, go to HayaHealth.com slash MomHour. 
This deal is not available on their regular website. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com slash mom hour and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. And if your kids are used to being scheduled or pretty busy, there's a little bit of growing pains, I think, in leaving that room. Um, and especially with younger kids who are, might just still need help, like with suggestions of what to do. And I just, my experience is it's worth going through those growing pains. Like it pays off in their ability to figure out things to do, to be outside when the weather's mm-hmm. nice. Um, and so it, it, if it feels a little scary to not have things scheduled, it doesn't to me because that's not my nature, but I know people for whom it's like, oh my gosh, we have nothing going on. Like, right. what am I going to do with these people? It is. It's not always pretty at the beginning when you're like, like you said, just dragging letting, them away yeah. from whatever. Yes. Um, but I think it pays off. To it me, does. Just in their ability to play with each other yeah. and be independent and have those experiences, like you said, that are so life teaching mm-hmm. and, you know, kind of experiential learning that there's no room for if you're, if everything, if is, everything scheduled, is scheduled. Really. And the other thing that I, th- I think, um, something that comes kind of naturally to me, but doesn't always come naturally to people who, um, who do kind of depend on that schedule is like doing what's really important now, which isn't always the thing that you had planned. So right. when something yeah. comes up, being able to look at something and go, what is my priority? Okay. So I didn't expect to come home and find dogs on my porch <laughs> or my patio. Right. But now I need to make that my priority because that's more urgent. Right. Even though it's the spontaneous thing that just kind of came up. Right. And like just being able to juggle that and, and realizing that you can maybe miss, you know, your reading time tonight or um, right. your IX. Right. I don't know what your, your kids right. have to do into these little online well, we could talk about that. No, day, yeah. But we'll have, yeah. Little computer games that they have to do where I'm like, okay, it's nice that they have to do that, but I don't really feel like it's essential. So yeah. that's going to get let go tonight, you know? Yeah. I think um, you and I maybe should have a um, homework episode. Oh my gosh. Feeling. I totally agree. Well, now in the fall, because I don't want to talk about homework. Yes, no, we will not. I actually, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's separate. No, we don't have, we're, we don't have much required online yet just because of our age. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm like super low tech with the kids because mm-hmm. I like to use those screens and iPads for my own advantage. That's exactly. Not, it's not because I'm a good person. It's because. No, you don't want to sit there and have to be like helping them with homework while they're on the screen. You want to be ignoring yeah, them. When I, when I get out the iPad or the movie, yes. I want it to be it's a very strategic decision on right, my part. So exactly. it's not, I don't, yeah, I don't want it part of my life in that um, kind of after school homework and playtime. So luckily we, yeah, I do, I do think we have too much homework, but so far it is not um, online or on it's the computer. Online. Ours, the homework online for us is like these little extra things. It's not even okay. technically homework, but it's like they have all these games and they're supposed to choose from a couple each week okay. and do like 20 minutes or whatever. And it's not a big deal. 20 minutes isn't a big deal, you know, three or four times a week. But when you have five kids, five kids exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot. And some of them don't require any help and some require a lot of handholding, you know. And so Claire is only in kindergarten. She doesn't know how to navigate right. those things. She can't log herself right. in yet or get to a URL. So it's just a lot of work on my part. Right. But like you said, for her to, you know, for me to kind of oversee something for half an hour, I'd rather if she's going to be on a screen for half an hour, I'm doing my thing. Exactly. That's what I use it for. Exactly. We exactly. are awesome parents. Okay, so. <laughs> so, okay. So maybe, do you have something else that you want well, to say? Well, I wanted, I, not about that. No, I was going to talk about end of the year celebrations. I'm curious yeah, that's, if you guys. That's what I was going to say. I was going to okay. say, we need to lighten the mood a little bit and talk about what we like or what we can 
do to celebrate. So go. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, <laughs> nope. I wasn't going to lighten the mood yet. <laughs> I was going to ask if you have any obligatory end of school year. Like, for example, does Reed have a preschool graduation? No, thank goodness. Okay. Uh, no preschool graduation. Um, no kindergarten graduate. We don't have anything no. like formal like that either. Yes. Which, thank no. goodness. He, he'll have an end of season t-ball party, but mm-hmm. um, we are keeping it. It's I, We've become good friends with most of the people. It's a really good low-key, low-pressure team. Um, Little League in our town is not, I will say, as it gets older, it's like they mean business. But our t-ball team is really great. So it's like a potluck at someone's that's house. That's fine. It's yeah, really that's easy. easy. So that's our only end of season. Nobody's graduating from anything. Um, so no, I think I'm, we're good. Yeah. I'm very thankful that this year, and it must just, I think different, different school districts, different communities are all different in their intensity levels around mm-hmm. these kinds of things. But none of my kids have any kind of, so um, William this year is graduating fifth grade and he'll be going off to middle school next year. Claire is leaving kindergarten and a lot of schools have, have ceremonies for kindergartners and fifth graders. We've never been, our preschools or our kindergartens. Yeah. I've really lucked out. I had to actually write an article for a client, um, for a website a few weeks ago about graduation parties. Mm -hmm. And after I wrote it, I assumed we were talking high school or college. (laughs) And after I wrote it, they came back and like they they edited it to include preschool. And I thought, well, this isn't, I wouldn't give this advice for someone graduating from, like I wouldn't make um, a photo board for a three-year-old graduating from their pre-three class or whatever, or, you know, buy a bunch of, you know, um, tassel. Right. (laughs) themed decor it's just so funny how that in depends on the area i think it depends on Mm -hmm. the school but like in some communities that's really a big deal it's too much it's too much and it's normal what's what's happened is it's become normalized right so like then it catches on at this like fever pitch and just reaches like the onion level like (laughs) do you know what i mean yes like this is not real like right right we are not doing this we are not buying cap and gowns for four-year-olds but right. anyway no yeah. I've been lucky too we yeah. haven't had too much of that and this year we don't have a, a ton of like that kind of stuff yeah um, I'm really I'm really curious to know where our listeners are at so I, I would love yeah. for you guys to email us if you about your end of your you know kind of the process or ceremonies if you have them at hello at the because I'm always so curious to know what people's realities are like yes you and I have just lucked into similar realities on different sides of the country. Um, right. <laughs> and maybe, you know, just being the people we are, maybe we intentionally chose places that That's felt true. laid back like that. That's um, true. But I'm just really curious to hear what other other parents are going through and, and how they're coping with it. Yeah. Just to know if our experience is normal. You yeah. Know? Or leave us a comment on the show notes yeah. at themomhour.com. That's another easy place. Um, we got a couple of nice comments on the last episode right there. So that's we'll, we'll totally reply and have a conversation with you there as well. Oh, and you can also tweet us at the mom hour. Yeah. Awesome. All different ways to get in touch with us. Okay. So now we can lighten the mood. <laughs> now we can lighten the mood and stop the, um, the stop piling the, on. We've been, we've been griping and venting for the I last know. 20 minutes, but I in know. a very fun way, I think. So but back to the beautiful weather. No, I was just going to ask, is there any, because you are in that part of the country where it's so, it just makes your mood so oh good gosh, to have warm weather. Is there anything that you guys look forward to you don't have any birthdays this time no. of year your the birthdays last are... birthdays in march um yeah. and then not again till fall well i have a summer birthday but i really don't even count my birthday <laughs> yeah like, so what do you guys there. do or what or what are you looking forward to i guess yeah. this time of year, even we, amidst all the craziness well we always have um 
like a little end of school year celebration, usually over at my sister-in-law and brother's house, Jenna and John. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's usually really simple. Just, you know, we might grill or order pizza or make something really simple and make a dessert and the kids make little paper hats for the kids or whatever. It's, it's very, it's very relaxed. Mm -hmm. It's a good excuse for Jenna and I to have a glass of wine and just sit together out on, you know, but I have to say like, Backyard and patio sitting is one of mm-hmm. my favorite things to do this time of year. Um, and it's that's kind of what we do from like mm-hmm. May through September mm-hmm. is we go to someone's house that has a backyard or a screened porch or a patio and we sit down yeah. <laughs> and we watch the kids run around and, you know, we watch the sun go down and, and you know, it's I love watching how, how it changes over the... Um, season so like when those first fireflies start coming out that won't be for a couple of months do I know a side note is that I did not see a firefly till I was in college because we don't have them and and they're obviously such like a um quintessential childhood like magical thing but I was like 19 because I I went so I grew up in California we don't have fireflies um, and I didn't spend summers or do anything like that anywhere with fireflies. And then I went to college in Chicago, but I didn't really spend, you know, I was older. I was like 21 because I didn't spend summers there until like my junior year. So I was like this 21 year old who was like, oh my gosh, you guys, they're glowing. <laughs> and my friends were like, yeah. And they're so anyway. slow and dumb. They're so easy to catch. That's what's Yeah. See, I went through all of that when I was 21. That's cute. You know, it's, it's funny. Um, I think for me, and and fireflies are such a special thing. And up here, they are very much like it is kind of like a July thing. I think it's okay. when they really start to come okay. out. Um, so they, it, they're like not there, they're not there. And then you kind of see one night, you'll see a few, and then suddenly you'll see tons every night. And that's when the kids, that's when we'll stay up super late because right. by that point of the year, it doesn't even get dark enough for them to come out right. until ten or ten thirty. Okay. But we'll just let the kids, you know, run around. And, so you have to let the kids stay up super late at least one <laughs> night yes. if you take. Well, if you, you know, if you're if you're in Michigan or Chicago or something. Yes. No point doing it at your house. Um, but I have this very clear memory of being about three and looking out. And we, at the time, we lived, we had this big backyard and then there was a field behind it. And it was must have been the middle of the summer. And the entire field and the whole backyard was just lit up. And I'll never forget yeah. it. It's like such a special memory. In my, I think I was already in my pajamas. I went to bed early. Yeah. And those, I remember going to bed and listening in my room to the sound of Hill Street Blues um, coming from the living room and going, can I come out and watch it? And my parents being like, go to sleep. We put you to bed, for, you know, ages ago that, and there was a show. Oh my gosh. I can't believe I'm actually going to try to think about this. St. Elsewhere, St. Elsewhere oh, yeah. and Hill street blues were the two that I could, I remember the theme songs. I remember laying in bed listening and being so jealous. Uh, sometimes my siblings got to stay. But anyway, <laughs> that night my mom went and got me in my little yellow footy pajamas oh. and we went out in the backyard and I ran around and it was just, it's just awesome. I, I love that about yeah. – that's what I love most about this time of year, especially because it's so special here and mm-hmm. you don't get used to it. So I feel like every – like the lilacs are out right now. Mm, oh, yeah. And they're going to be gone in like two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And there's been years when I've been really busy this time of year and I miss lilac season. Like mm-hmm. I kind of notice it, but we don't have a lilac bush, so I have to go out and find them. And, mm-hmm. you know, hope someone will let me steal one off of their bush. Um, or sometimes I'll just walk up and down the street and smell other people's lilacs. <laughs> well, and I think when your kids are little, just to jump on that yeah. is like, it's a great time to point that out. I mean, we mm-hmm. get kind of nostalgic and, you know, appreciative of natural beauty now that we're <laughs> our age. Right. But if you have little kids, they are, that's like not dorky to them yet, right. you know? 
So you can just fill your kids with those kinds of magical things. I mean, firefly, you know, and, and relive it for yourself. So that's, I mean, all those things that were like, Oh, I love the, you know, they will love it if you and, do. So it's kind of, it is, a, especially with young ones that when the seasons change and things are, you know, I think that's, it's important and it's fun for it's them. It's fun. And it lets us do it. Yeah, exactly. Like dorks. Exactly. Because I will walk down the street all by myself and smell lilacs, but it, I can kind of get a, more of a pass <laughs> if I'm doing it with Clara. Yeah, and perfect. So, yeah. Um, another fun thing. So my brother and I have started taking like late walks at night. Oh, nice. Um, after all the kids are in bed and you can kind of, do you ever walk around your neighborhood and look in people's windows? I love that. Well, actually, I, I, no, I, I am like a serial window looker in her. Oh my God. <laughs> that sounds so horrible. I know, um, but it's great. But like I used to do it more driving in Chicago. I loved it when I lived in a city and mm-hmm. there's so many, like so many buildings so close together and you yes. drive in a neighborhood and see or walk and see stuff going on. It's like one of my favorite pastimes. That's so weird. Yeah, it is weird, but you know. I'm not peeping in their bedrooms. No, I no, just no, want to no. see like you can see their light, their lamps and stuff, and, yes, and their and decor. Don't you feel like all living rooms look beautiful when yes. you're looking, like because you can't see the mess on their floor. Absolutely, you, you just see the, the walls. Yeah, so it's and like the light fixtures yes. and the woodwork. Oh my gosh, we just discovered a new shared weird. <laughs> we can add it to cauliflower, and I don't remember. We've well, had some other ones. What we should start doing is going on walks at night and Instagramming. <laughs> But yeah, that would be a little creepy, wouldn't it? Other people's <laughs> Maybe if we could do it in a way where, um, where like there was no identifying, you know, features or whatever. Like the people aren't actually in. And sometimes you'll see a person, and you're like, oh God, do they yeah. see me? You know. So I'm not like creeping on people. I'm just creeping on their houses. And like imagining what's going on yeah, inside their houses. Totally do that. And I've loved doing that since I was a kid. Like I've yeah. always loved that. Uh well. We're, we're kind of strange people. Yeah. So, you know, it's funny though, like celebrations, like, I feel like these are all just like little things that we do that yeah. don't feel like anything when they're happening, but, right. but we do them every year, you know? Yep. So, well, and I think anytime the seasons are changing, it's fun. Um, this is silly. My kids are little, but we tend to count down to things because they have a hard time waiting mm-hmm. and we have two birthdays. So we have a birthday at the very end of April and then the very beginning of June. And then in the middle is Mother's Day and Memorial Day weekend. So May always has something. You're either looking forward to like a three day weekend or someone's birthday or so we have a chalkboard in our kitchen and we'll just write a countdown. Right now, the countdown is to Reed's birthday. And Fun. so, you know, that like things like that, the anticipation or just the number of days till school is out, you know, yeah. or the number of days till your vacation or something. Mm-hmm. I think it's fun. And it also helps with little kids who have less of a concept of time. You know, they wake up in the morning and either we've already changed the number already or they'll, co- you know, they'll tell us if we forgot, like it's only 16 days till Reed's birthday or whatever. So right. um, that's another kind of, you know, marking the passage of time and the transition of the season this time of year. Yeah. Um, it's funny that <laughs> you mentioned celebrations and I was just going to say, yeah, and Mother's Day is coming up this weekend, but Mother's Day was last weekend. It was. <laughs> it just shows you where my head is right now. It Holy cow. Happened. It already it happened. So, didn't you? Well, you get breakfast in bed every day, so yeah, there's no difference. Not every single day, but <laughs> I mean, and mine was super low key because we had listened to your mother last weekend, which is, um, That's right. if anyone's listening and doesn't know what that is, it's a national, um, series of productions around Mother's Day that feature readings 
by local writers about motherhood. So is, every show is different. Um, there was like almost 40 this year. I think there were 30, awesome. it was in 39 yeah. cities this year. And so I co-directed the one in, in my neck of the woods. So the so week cool. leading up to that, it was it's a blur. I, there was so much to do at the last minute. And then the show was on Saturday. And then all I did was recover on Sunday. Yeah. So I just laid around all the day. It was fine. I mean, it was yeah. great. It just wasn't super memorable, I guess. Right. Evidently, since I forgot it happened. Obviously, you need enough. You should just keep that going. Be like, guys, don't forget. It's Mother's Day this yeah. weekend. And of course, <laughs> we were, we're recording this the week before. Um, the week right. before it'll go out. So obviously, right. I don't think Mother's Day happens on Memorial Day weekend, which will right. be the That's weekend true. after the show comes out. That's true. Do you guys have Memorial Day weekend I was just going to say, yes, we always have a party. So um, we have family and friends come for Memorial Day, and then we go to my sister's house for Labor Day. Um, then we, let's see, how do we do this? July 4th, we kind of trade. Okay. Um, we go to my sister's for Labor Day. They come to our house for Halloween. We go to their house for Thanksgiving. Okay. They come to us for New Year's. And then we don't usually see each other. The last couple of years, we've barely seen each other from January through April, except my brother, John, and his family, since they live a mile or less away. Um, because the weather's been so rotten. Yeah. Nobody's wanted to go anywhere. Well, that makes it even more fun to look forward to the spring. Yeah, it really does. The spring. Yeah, we are having a, um, so I, I think I've mentioned a couple of times, we moved to this neighborhood like nine months ago. It's an awesome neighborhood with a ton of young families, but it's relatively recently become that. I mean, we mm. were the most recent addition, but there's several other families that have only been here one, two, three, four years. And the houses are all about 18 years old. So um, a lot of families raise their kids here and are now downsizing or their kids are in college or whatever. So there's been this kind of shift. And I guess this, our street used to have a huge Memorial Day block party, like back in the day when it was the previous generation's families, if you will. So, um, someone got the idea to bring that back this year. So, um, we're going to have a neighborhood kind of block party on the Saturday. Yeah. I love block parties. And very like very young kid friendly. I think we're going to let the kids do like a bike parade, which we will just call it a bike parade. They'll just literally ride their bikes in a circle, you know, like simple, simple stuff like that. Um, so that will be, that will be fun and we don't have to go. I always like parties that I don't have to go very far to. I love so, that. Yeah. yeah. It's simpler. Yeah. You don't have to drive anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds fun. I love the idea of a neighborhood block party. We don't really have a lot of young kids on our particular block, but I feel like if we joined up maybe with, you know, several blocks, yeah. we could it's totally luck of, do it. It is luck of the draw. We feel really lucky because there's like, we know people on the street, one street down and they're like, your street is seriously the best. I'm like, I know it is, but no, yeah. I mean, it just, it just sometimes the right combination of people and you can totally know your neighbors and be nice, but it doesn't always turn into that, like the right mix where there's really enough people to have a quorum of right. get togethers. We did, um, this is another fun little celebration, but we did a driveway movie night and we'll do more in the summer, but someone had a projector. So we just, we ordered pizza and fed the kids and let them run around. And then as soon as it was almost dark, projected a movie onto someone's driveway and the kids had sleeping bags and chairs and it was really fun. And then, you know, like our youngest couldn't make it all the way through the movie. She got too tired, but we're two doors down. So I walked her back and then Brian stayed with the kids. And so, yeah, works well. I would love to hear from people who live, um, in, in sort of city downtown area. So we live in a really small town, but we are in sort of what would have been the city center, I guess, a hundred years ago. Okay. So a lot of the houses are old. We're on an alley. The yards are small. We have a huge front yard, but it's right on the main drag. And okay. it's not, the traffic's not terrible, but the cars go kind of fast. I mean, yeah. and so it's not a big deal for us because our kids are older and I'm, right. I'm not worried about them running out in the street. Um, right. But when we have celebrations and we have people who have smaller kids, it's like, I don't always know. I want to make people 
comfortable and feel good right. about their kids running around. Right. Um, and I'm thinking this year, maybe, I don't know if I can talk to the city about blocking the alley off on Memorial Day or something. There must be something. I mean, people do it all the time. Yeah, so. I think it's hard. I think it is not, I think it is, they don't let you do it. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but no, but I think you should ask. But yeah. I, from what I've heard, because, and we're not, we don't really have a cul-de-sac either. What we have is this long street that has no cross streets. So if you picture it, it has a main drag on one end and a main drag on the other, and then it's one long street of mm-hmm. houses. The nice thing is most people driving on our street live on our street because there's no through, there's no, unless you were really trying to connect from this one main street to another main street, there's no point. I mean, it's, um, you don't need to use it as a throughway, and there's no cross streets. So nobody's going around the block. Um, right. But there are people who just drive like any neighborhood. There are just people who drive faster than others. So it's yes. not a complete um, – and our house happens to be right in the middle. So by the time you get to the middle, the really the only reason you'd be driving to that area is to, to go to one of the houses. So we're pretty pretty safe, but yeah. um, people, the backyards here are very small. Just houses are close together. So people do spend a lot of time out front. And I agree, it's not it's not easy, depending on the age of the kids – and how many? What? How much you've got going on? We're we are like those people who stand in the middle of the road and we're like car. Yeah. You know? So <laughs> it sounds like it's not as busy as yours, but it's not. It's not perfect. It's not. It's not blocked off either. Yeah. So. Well, I almost wonder if we could move um, chairs, you know, for the adults yes. to sit in right into the alley, mm-hmm. because then people coming in would at least see us and slow down, and we can right. get up and move if we have to. And there's not that much traffic. It's just like you said. Every now and then, someone comes flying down the alley. Right. And I'm more worried about the alley than the street because you don't expect it in the alley. Right. Someone to be cooking along at 35 right. miles an hour. And it's like, whoa, dude. <laughs> you know? right. And, the, you and kids don't have the same street sense no. in the alley either because it no. doesn't, doesn't feel, feel like, like a street. A street. Yeah. yeah. Well, sir, if you have any tips, send them to uh, <laughs> hello at the mom hour or leave us a comment because um, I need help. Yeah. So, well, gosh, Sarah, do we have anything else we need to cover in today's, today's no, episode the end think- of school year? No, I think hopefully, uh, hopefully people, yeah, we'd love to hear from you guys, what you do to celebrate the end of school. If you're also kind of over it, or if you have a better attitude than we are. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, think, I don't I, think we have a bad attitude. We are realistic. Yes. And we'll and link to a couple a of those funnies. We'll link to a couple of those funny posts. We'll yeah. also link to, while you were talking, I was thinking about, we had Trisha from Raising Humans. Yeah. Um, did a great post last year at the Happiest Home called, it was basically just what we're talking about. Simple ways to celebrate the end of school um, and very low key, low tech, you know, keeping an eye on what's important. So I'll link to that too, because that kind of reminded me of it. All right, Sarah. Well, this has been great. Again, big thank you to Kimberly Clark and hashtag celebrate family values. Go to pickupthevalues.com to thank our sponsor. Um, Great conversation. And we'll be back in a couple of weeks. And gosh, when we come back, well, will school be over? No, not for you. And actually, it'll be my last week of school. So we'll still have some something to talk about. But we're going to shift into more like summary kind of topics because that's what's on everyone's radar now. That's what everyone's thinking about. So Alrighty. Thanks a lot. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, everybody. All right. The Mom Hour is supported by partners like Erica. Erica is the social media health app for teens that gives them the tools to unplug when they need to for improved health, study focus, sleep, and daily balance. Erica was built by a dad of three boys who saw that teens themselves were really becoming self-aware to the risks of social media, and he wanted to help them self-regulate. Erica works to hide distracting apps from your phone at the touch of a button, keeping them out of sight and out of mind without deleting your data. Tell your teens about Erica and save 20% on the Erica family plan with promo code THEMOMHOUR. 
go to erica.app and search for plans. That's Erica with a K, E R I K A dot A P P, and use code the mom hour to save 20%. The mom hour is brought to you by partners like Chatbooks. Chatbooks makes it beyond easy to create beautiful photo books by importing your digital photos from anywhere Instagram, Facebook, Google Photos, or directly from your phone. The books come in a variety of sizes with beautiful cover options and binding styles to choose from, and they start at just $15. Plus, we have a great deal just for our listeners. Use code THEMOMHOUR20 to save 20% off your purchase. Just download the Chatbooks app and use code THEMOMHOUR20 to save 20%.